Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle. Uh, apologies to anybody who thought James being away for a week would mean no podcast, no such luck. Uh, I've managed to rope in a guest host for the week, and people who are regular listeners to the show will know who this gent is. It's, um, it's. I think we could call him the UK's most famous Bengals fan. Um, it's Peter Ooh, Dadswell. <laughs> Peter, nice to have you back. Nice to be back. Thank you very much for having me. Are you not the UK's most famous Bengals? Uh, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't want to claim that. Maybe infamous, not famous, that's for sure. Oh. But I did see at the those pictures of your um, UK gathering, there are quite a lot of you. Um, for what is considered um, by NFL media um, as a small market team, we have a very big presence in the UK um, and is a very active community as well. So we have regular meetups, COVID permitting. And uh, uh, for the first uh, meetup in quite some time because of COVID was was last Sunday for the Lions game. So it, a great fun, great fun. Um, people had a, um, people were paying the price afterwards, let's say, uh, <laughs> in one format or another. So I think people, uh, it was great. We loved it. And as I was saying to you, uh, uh, before we started recording, being able to watch a game of American football as a group, as a social event, rather than just watching it on your TV screen or, or, or computer was was fantastic. It was just uh, very enjoyable. Good. Great stuff. And, uh, of course, the, the, the huddle is not complete without a guest slot. And uh, this week we have, a, we have a guest on who must be pre, uh, feeling pretty damn good about things at the minute. It's uh, Arizona Cardinals fan Paul Picken. Paul? You okay? Uh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we. I mean, we'd we'd have dragged you on if you weren't six and all. To be fair, but you know, there's there's a bonus. Um, as we always do with our guests, can you just tell us a little bit about how you got into the game and and why you ended up being a Cardinals fan? Uh, yeah, so um, I got into um, NFL. Six, seven years ago it was more of a social thing I think it was just me and my mates wanted to go out and watch a Super Bowl and it was we could stay out later on a Sunday night and and then uh, as soon as you start paying attention to it you start realizing that actually it's such a wicked sport and then me my brothers we sort of got into um, fantasy football been doing that doing that about five years now and funnily enough I am an Arizona Cardinals fan because we decided to take a Facebook quiz and that Facebook quiz said I should be a Cardinals fan and I was like, do you know what? Why not? And then I just fell in love with the team and here we are at 6-0 and <laughs> just ruling, ruling the NFL. <laughs> That's a good a reason as any. It's always fascinating to me how uh, UK or non-American fans find or pick their NFL team. Uh, reasons which are very diverse, very weird. Um, and, and that's a classic example. You did a quiz, it says you should be a Cardinals fan, therefore you're a Cardinals fan. Of course, once you then get into it, then you fall in love with the team, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You, you, you watch it and, you know, you, you start paying attention, more attention to the Cardinals and then you're like, oh... I, I like I like him. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I like Patrick Peterson. These were the players that were obviously the mainstream when I started getting into it. I I don't really know much more 
and you start going further back and then and then all of a sudden then you start drafting people like Kyler Murray in the draft at number one and you just say <coughs> Josh Rosen <coughs> Josh Rosen uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how can I not get to a podcast about Josh Rosen oh man I can tear I can uh, that one off the list then Right, we, we, you have some good picks. You have some bad <laughs> yeah. picks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, so you know you you pick up players like Kyler Murray, and then and then Texas decided to give us two of their best players for next to nothing, you know. So you're riding a wave, uh, but you you know we're not we're not letting you get straight into that team and that result yet. So just. Just hold on. We've got a lot of other stuff to get through. Um, we'll we'll start like we always do with the Thursday night game. Uh, Bucks beat the Eagles uh, 28-22. Only saw the highlights of this one. Um, you know, Bucks, AB again and Fournette did the damage. But I wanted to pick up first on a question about Jalen Hurts. So you can both kind of pile into this one. Well, Eagles, but Hurts specifically. Um, like J- James on this pod has been cursing the Bucks secondary. It is, it's bad, uh, and he, he's well aware of that. And I just thought this game was pretty close all the way through, and I couldn't help but wonder, looking at the box score, the Eagles didn't seem to really take their chance on that bad pass defense. Um, you know, Hurts finished twelve of twenty six hundred and fifteen yards. I know he did, he did well on the ground, but it was almost like, you know, it's not often that a team is there for the taking, and they just didn't really chance their arm for me. I agree, but let's let's be fair about this. As good as Hurts is, hmm. look what he was in college football. He was a running quarterback. Uh, he, he ends up in Oklahoma, and uh, uh, most of the quarterbacks that come out of Oklahoma um, prefer to run or hand the ball off than, than to throw it. Kyler Murray and um, uh, um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield and uh, and Hurts. Yes, I know he he transferred there and had a really good good season, but he's never been a, um, a pure passer um, mm. as uh, 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 if you want to use that definition. And it, um, as a result. And he's not got the best weapons to throw to, the most experienced weapons to throw to. So to expect him to dissect a poor secondary that the Bucks have at the moment was asking a lot. And, and you know, they kept it close, but ultimately the result wasn't too much of a surprise. It was a missed opportunity, but I don't think um, he was going to be the the best quarterback to be able to take advantage. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think... I think Jalen Hurts is. No, he just he seems so. That's what I'm looking for. Like, like he's just not quite good enough, mm-hmm. and I just think he knows he's not quite good enough, and his coaching staff know he's not quite good enough, and just don't trust him to throw the ball that much. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think I think if they'd have just gone there and gone, let's put a bit of faith in our guy. Let's get him throwing the ball. I think they could have beaten the Bucks, mm-hmm. and I think the Bucks defense just strikes fear in everyone. Every, anyone that comes up against the Bucks, they just automatically think, "Oh, we're just going to get hurt really bad here," and and everyone worries too much about them. Uh, I read something a few days after the game, and it was it was a 
it was a local Philly piece talking about the game and it, it wasn't complimentary and really zoning in on Hertz and I can't it was a it was a Philly journalist who was already saying he's not the answer. So um, you know, maybe we get through this season with him, but then already saying that they should move on from him. But the organisation doesn't think that because in the draft no. they had the opportunity. Mac, Mac Jones was sat there, and what did they do? They went and got yes, Heisman winning wide receiver, but there's no Jamal Chase, Devontae Smith. Is it? So um, uh, uh, they had the opportunity to. So I think the organisation um, uh, remain invested in. In Jalen Hurts, I, I I will be interested to see the trajectory of his career alongside Fields at Chicago because I see them as two fairly similar, mm. um, mobile, um, can throw, but you're not really trusting them. Um, they're not going to be able to work out the defense, especially post snap. Uh, so there's going to be a few turnovers here and there, but. On their day, they'll have a good game. They'll look good. They'll run around and um, destroy a few teams with their legs, uh, like Lamar Jackson. But ultimately, they're not going to be doing much further than that, I don't think. Mm, We shall see. Um, Paul, we're going to move into Sunday's action. and We'll go uh, to Jags against Dolphins first. Um, Jags pipping them at the death. Again, quarterback discussion on this one. I mean, it wasn't, let's be honest, it wasn't a pleasant watch, was it? I, I, I mentally switched off after a couple of quarters and I was just, I was, I was seeing it, but I was just quite bored. Um, but <laughs> the, the quarterback situation going on there is quite interesting because you've got, you've got Lawrence who has just come into the league and this all consuming reputation that he has and, it's like a free hit this year because he's on a he's on a bad team. Um, people are gonna are gonna uh, kind of accept that. And then on the other side, you've got Tua who had a really disrupted entry into the league, if you like. His preseason was ruined by COVID, as a lot of them were. And he's had injury problems, but he is under like a lot of scrutiny already. Um, you know, there's a lot of eyes on him, and there's a lot of question marks about him. And he has. It feels like every single play is having to prove himself. I mean, he didn't do badly in this game at all. I didn't think. What was your kind of take on the, the two performances? Uh, I, I thought Tua did, did quite well. To be fair, I thought I thought he did quite well, and and he actually linked up with Jalen Waddle, which can can finally if, if if he can if he can find him in these games, and they can they can build a good bond between the two of them. I think Jalen Waddle could. Save to her. I think at the moment he's fighting for his job, and I think Jalen Waddle is the answer for him keeping that job. But Trevor Lawrence, I feel like so many people have just put so much on him this year. I know you say he's got a free one because he's in a bad team, but everyone's like, "Oh, you were first pick in the draft. Oh, you should be taking this Jags team to this, you know, to, to infinity and beyond. Like, you, know, you should, you should be doing that by week six. Come on, now, what, what are you doing? Why are you not taking this team on your back? And then you, you look at his wide receiver core and you go, that's why you're not taking this team to infinity and beyond. Like, you know, it's. Uh, I think, I think, too, I, I think, Tua has got a big mountain to climb, and Jalen Waddles there to pull him up, and I think Trevor Lawrence is. 
just give him a couple of years, mate, and you just watch him play, and he, he's going to be incredible. I just, yeah. I, I love, I love him. To be fair, I think he's going to be great. Yeah, I, mean, I agree about Lawrence. Um, I, I think uh, it is a free hit. I know it's number one pick, but everyone sees the team he's on. And listen, coming from a Bengals fan, we had number one pick. We went and got Joe Burrow, um, and people weren't expecting too much because they could see the team that he was on. Um, year two, year three, well, that's different. So the question is, will that Jags team be better in year two or year three? Do you trust the front office to recruit well, to draft well? Mm, I'm, I'm not so convinced. I think Lawrence is... Um, uh, I, I'm really excited with how the NFL is going to look in, over the next five years with the young quarterbacks that, that, that have come in. The old guard are all moving out uh, and the, the young ones, you know, your, your Burrows, your Murrays. Uh, young your mobile. Little, young mobile QBs, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you've, got, you've got running backs who throw the ball like Lamar Jackson, um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, um, running back, uh, um, quarterbacks who just hand the ball off like Baker Mayfield. So yeah, the old guard are going, the young, the young ones are in. And I think Trevor Lawrence will be up there, but I think he's going to be significantly hamstrung by his organisation. Now, Tua, I love Tua in college, but the Dolphins aren't convinced by him. The Dolphins aren't. I mean, they say that they are, but the way that they've been courting um, Deshaun Watson suggests that they are not convinced by Tua. Um, and um, as much as it pains... Uh, me to point out to Dolphins fans who are so, so sensitive about these things, the two of them might not be the answer. I, you know, I think that's the case. And, and I hear what you're saying about Waddle, but I, I, I'm not convinced by, that Waddle will be an answer because um, very, well, not all wide receivers who are flyers, and that's what he is, he's a fly, he's not a root runner, not all of them succeed. I mean, it, mm. it's only in the last couple of weeks of his career that we're, that we're seeing... Um, uh, rugs at, uh, at the Raiders start to get it together, right? Um, and I, I'm I waddle is injury prone. I, I'm, I'm just not convinced that he will be the answer, sadly. In inverted commas, yeah, maybe. Um, interesting, Paul, when you said about sort of two as playing for his playing for his job, he's slightly fortunate that he's he's battling Jacoby Brissett because mm. you know. I I might beat him for the role if it was if it came down to it, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think he's playing for the job as in it's either him or Jacoby. Hmm. I think he's playing for his job as in like like like, like you just pointed out like they they're sniffing around Deshaun yeah. Watson and you know I know they haven't got a first round pick next year, so I don't think they'll be looking to go and get a QB in the draft. But you know they could be looking at moving off from him or yeah. You know, trading it, trading him away, or something. You know, it could be for the Eagles. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought they were. I, I, I think the Dolphins are frauds. I mean, they they look. Ooh. They finished the season well last year, and everyone thought, "Here we go, we're going to kick on." Did you really think that? And they they, they had a, an awful offensive line, and what did they do about it? Nothing. Let's go and get Waddle. Right. The Bengals got beaten up by all the NFL media for um, sacrificing Burrow by not picking Penay Sewell and instead of going for Jamar Chase. Dolphins did exactly the same thing and they gave them, um, they gave them uh, um, a free pass. And 
I think we're seeing now the one and five Dolphins losing to Jacksonville. I think it's all coming home to roost. We're seeing that they aren't as good as they thought they were. Interesting stuff. Well, there are two or three games that you know don't require a huge amount of attention really based on the way those results panned out first one uh, Colts getting a very very easy win over the Texans I mean there's nothing really we can say about the Texans that we haven't already said that you know they had twice the, twice the number of players that almost that the Colts had and they scored three points but from a from a Colts point of view Jonathan Taylor's finally kind of yeah. producing what everybody thought he was going to produce. Um, you know, some little green shoots maybe from Carson Wentz as well. They, they do need the you new. Know, if they're going to turn the corner, it needs to be now. But uh, it's a kind of easy win that might help them do that, I suppose. Yeah, long overdue. Um, mm. They've had a very slow start. Um, they're having to hitch their wagon to Carson Wentz and whilst at least he's not Jared Goff but he is still not the answer and again I, I suspect they're going to be looking for a quarterback uh, in the next season or, or two they are a they've got a lot of quality there um, and um, it's it was, it's been a surprise to me that the season has been slow starting for them but uh, it'd be interesting to see whether that result gives them the momentum, the, the impetus to kick on. Paul, if what they, do you reckon? If they start, if they start putting the the ball in Jonathan Taylor's hand, they'll, they'll do anything. That guy's incredible. He's mm -hmm. so he's so quick, he's yeah. so quick. It's unreal. And then no. and then sometimes they'll 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 kind of take a snap, and Naheem Hines is there or Marlon Mack, and you're going. Give it to Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> you know, look at what the Titans do and just do that. Give it to Jonathan Taylor. Give it to him all the time. You know, stop, stop giving it to Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack. They, they, they're no good. Give it to Jonathan Taylor. And to be fair, the last couple of games they've they've, they've used him almost in a dual role because he's he's getting a lot of receptions um, in in the passing game as well. Which. Yeah, and... Um. But another game, and one of your divisional rivals that uh, had a very easy run-in, was the Rams and did, a, did an absolute number on the Giants. Uh, four touchdowns for Stafford. All of his main guys were firing. Cooper Cup, 130 yards, two touchdowns. He's leading wide receivers, seven touchdowns on the season. I mean, a brutal second quarter, 28 unanswered points. And for the Giants, it's just, you know, no Saquon. No Kenny Golladay, Tony went early, Danny Jones just got battered. It's tough for them and it, it, you struggle to find anything to be positive about for that team. It's just a bit of a dumpster fire, isn't it? It is, but are you surprised? No. I, I mean, the, the organisation is a shambles, in my opinion. Uh, and I feel sorry for the fans. I mean, we knew they were poor. I think that result, that performance just... We didn't realise how poor they were. But when you don't spend a second pick, second overall pick on a running back, a running back who is very rarely on the pitch because he's constantly injured, um, and then as a result you go and, buy, you, you go and draft a, um, an Eli Manning light in Danny Dimes, 
you, you haven't stretched, you haven't pushed your, your organization forward. And they are going to be, again, hamstrung for so long by those decisions. Uh, do, would, would you back that organization to um, um, start again? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, and uh, it, it, it never ceases to surprise me how poor the New York teams are, given the market they've got. And I know there's extra pressure in that market, but that's, it. that's used as an excuse. They should be far better. Um, and both teams are awful and been awful for a long period of time. Yeah. Can't disagree. No. <laughs> no. Can't disagree um, with that. What about this then, Paul? Because I read uh, I read an article, I think it was Sports Illustrated, um, about the New York Giants, about that game, but about their wars in general. And um, I forget who wrote it, but this, the gist of the article was that the Giants, if they can get Barkley fit again, which they're hoping that he'll be back in the next week or two, if they can get him fit before the trade deadline, they should take whatever they could get for him and get him out the door. What are you going to get for Barkley? Mm. That, that, that's, that's my issue. Is Barkley is an incredible player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's, he's a phenomenal player. But he just, he just has this thing of just... He comes back and then he just gets injured again. And it's something mm. different every time. Oh, it's this, it's this, it's this. Mm. And you're like... It's a bit like CMC now, you know? Exactly. That CMC, since he's had his massive pay, he's only actually played like six games. Mm. And you're going... Oh, well, that was money well spent then. But it's CMC. He's he's an absolute incredible player. But he's he, they're just getting injured so much mm-hmm. now. And Barkley's exactly the same. He You can see what when he's fit and he's out there, you can see what he can do and you can see what he brings to that Giants team. But as soon as he gets injured, the Giants just, they just look lost. What's the point in trading? I mean, the example of CMC was fantastic. And you, you, you're quite right. Both of them just don't get enough game time because they're constantly injured and they're such explosive athletes that they are prone to injuries far more. And um, we've seen that um, across many sports. But with CMC, if you were thinking about trading, and no one's talking about that, but if you are, then the, the, the reason would be we're not getting what we're paying for. With Barkley, isn't he still on his rookie contract? He's not had an extension yeah, yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. So there's I think he's coming to the end of it now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, the free agent year option. Year or the year after. There'll be a fifth-year option if they want to pick pick it pick it up, but mm. it's not costing them much um, um, uh, or at all. So it's not hampering them in terms of the cap. There's no point trading him. What would you get? You you might get a fifth, conditional fourth. Is that heresy? Would, uh, would, would we find some team um, who would you know, maybe Texans who are desperate for some mm. talent, maybe <laughs> um, before they then trade them onto the Cardinals? So. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. For next to nothing, and he'll come and dominate like every other old player that comes to the Cardinals. Um, I mean, they, they need to just blow it up in a, a, a full scale, you know, pull yeah. the plug and, and for, at all levels, all like ownership and everything else, and and coaching. So, you know, trading him away is 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 not a priority when you look at the the state of the rest of their organization. The most important player or positioning in all of sports is the quarterback mm-hmm. in American football. And it starts and ends there. Um, and you focus on getting that man. And if you 
don't succeed, you keep on going and you keep on going until you get that man. Then you can build around them. And I know, I know a lot of people say, build the team, then get the quarterback. Well, you can't guarantee you'll get the quarterback. So get the quarterback and then quickly build the team. Fine example, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Cardinals weren't that good. They get Kyler Murray and all of a sudden, bang, they get all the rest of the talent almost within, what, two years. And that team is massively different now. And, uh, and, and they're contenders, or at least they think they are. Um, <laughs> and, and, yes. And so um, that's what needs to happen. They need to, the Giants um, need to invest and say, right, we are going to look for our quarterback and then we'll make sure everything falls in place immediately after that. Danny Dimes, isn't it? He never was going to be. No. No, he's not. Um, another game that produced a, a very routine win um, was the Bengals against the Lions. Oh yeah, and uh, which of course you know I can I can hand this over to for, for Peter. But all I would say, I mean, you must be disappointed you allowed them to put eleven points up. Um, yeah, um, their points were scored uh, uh, with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. <laughs> um, look. Um, I know we don't play the Lions that often, but we've not lost in Detroit since 1970. And uh, this was, I mean, the first half was a bit dour. We scored with our, on our first drive, and after that, it was a little bit dour. But um, everyone was looking at the Bengals' offence at the beginning of the season, saying this is going to be a good offence. And it hasn't panned out yet. It's still there. We, we can still see more coming from it. But it hasn't panned out. Instead, this defense has been fantastic. It really, really has. It's shocked a lot of people. So, just by way of illustration, in the first quarter, the Lions had one yard. One yard. And they got the ball first, by the way. Wow. One yard in the first quarter. They had 61 yards in the first half. This was utter dominance. But the other thing, and, and the NFL for some reason, haven't caught up with this yet. Just look at every single game. And I'm sorry, I know I'm speaking to a Vikings fan here, so this will hurt him a little bit. But in every (laughs) single game, the spark for the Bengals has been Burrow to Jamar Chase. And in almost every single game, it is the two-minute warning at the end of the first half. We have won 12 tosses in a row, and we defer every single time. That's 12 tosses is just a statistic impossibility almost. Well, and 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 we've managed to get the ball at the end of the um, first half, and every single time we toss it long to Juwan Chase. So that they had um, two safeties back throughout the game, and then in uh, in the two minute warning, one of them thought, "Why not? I'm going to trot up the line and and, and stop the run." So Barry thinks, "Okay, I've got one on one with Jamar Chase." Bang, and, and and off we go, and that created the spark. And it's every single game, the NFL hasn't caught up on this. So we were very, very good. It was um, dominance, but we were pl- playing a really, really poor side. I like to think I know the NFL players, the names of players fairly well, but there were some names there I just never heard of. They had three UDFAs in the corner, um, the cornerback room. It was just, they are an utter shambles. And Jared Goff is... Is Jared Goff? He's not the answer. <laughs> so yeah, good win. We're four yeah. two, and um, bring on the Ravens. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Paul? What are you talking about? What, what do you oh, think about? I, Go with the Bengals first. 
I think the Bengals, pretty much what you just said, I think their defence is unreal. Didn't I see somewhere on Twitter that haven't they conceded they're like in the top three for conceding points? I think it's them, Cardinals and somebody else. I I, I tweeted out for the teams that had played six games, they were third. Um, Cardinals were 109 yards, someone was 110 and we were 111. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And that is just... If you'd, if you'd have predicted that at the start of the season and said, do you know what, six games in, yeah. the Bengals are going to be the third yeah. like best team at conceding points, you'd have gone, nah, mm-hmm. nah. They, 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 they passed on them. They went and got Jamar Chase and they didn't do this in the draft. They didn't do that in the draft. And actually, I think the Bengals are standing there going, we know what we were doing in the draft. We've actually yeah. put together a half-decent team. And Jamar Chase was, was a brilliant pick. And I went and bought him in so many, so many fantasy football leagues. It's unreal. And I've actually got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase nice. linked together. So, so there's, a lot of, there's a lot of times when I'm watching that just going, just keep doing it. <laughs> keep throwing it to Jamar Chase because he'll get open for you. And because yeah. I've already got that uh, repertoire from college anyway, it's mm. just, they're just, it's, it's a match made in heaven, and I just think the Bengals are, um, are definitely one, particular... one, of, one of the outside teams to, to go to the yeah. playoffs and, and have NFL, a good run. I've loved sleeping on the Bengals for, for a long time, and um, um, I think they're having to start waking up to them. There was one play in the game which epitomised Jamar Chase, and it was a play in which he never touched the ball. Mm. Um, uh, we had a, um, a fourth and uh, short, oh, fourth and inches, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, lots of motion. Mixon on the flat. Um, Burrow um, spins out, tosses it to him. Jamar Chase then busts a gut to make up five, six, seven yards to take out the safety in, mm. in, in a block. Um, which sprung Mixon to the end zone. And you know, Mixon was saying afterwards, that's Jamar Chase's touchdown, not mine. Uh, and as Burrow said to him, look, fifth pick overall wide receivers don't tend to do that. Yeah, but he he was prepared to put his body in line. He, he, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Block, he made, he, made, he of... made so much ground. I remember yeah. talking to my little brother when I seen it. I said, watch where Jamar Chase comes from. And he just, yeah, yeah. he was watching it on Red Zone. He was just not in the screen. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> there he is. And he just completely takes somebody out. And you're like, him. what a yes. guy. What a guy. But that's the, that's the team spirit as well that's going on there as well. So, um, um, yeah, it's um, we've had a bad old time of it. 2015 was the last time the Bengals were good. So we've had a long, long, long wait. But we're all starting to feel a little bit better about ourselves at the moment. Yeah. How lovely. wonder what that feels like. Um, if we we stay with NFC North teams, because, Christ, we're going to have to get it done. Uh, go with, with Bears versus <laughs> Green Bay first. Uh, Packers, comfortable winners in the end. But And I know coming from a Vikings fan, this doesn't carry uh, uh, much weight, because I'm bound to say it, but we'll get to them. But the, the Bears are three and three. And they average 16 points a game. Uh, and, you know, they, they've always had a stout defence. That's kind of what they're built on. And they're they, they, they decent on that side of the ball. But, God, they're a struggle to watch offensively. And I love Justin Fields. From a, watching him through college and everything, I, I had such high hopes for him. And I, He's having a tough time of it, but the coaching is awful for the most part. And they're just dreadful to watch. I mean... 
we were very disappointed after having beaten the Vikings. We just dropped that in. Our mm. next game was against the um, the Bears uh, um, in Chicago, and we thought that we we thought we were going to win it, and we had quite a letdown. Um, Burrow threw three interceptions in a row. One of them was tipped, and it was just if something could go wrong, it did go wrong, and it felt very much. And we almost got got the game back at the end, but it felt very much like we beat ourselves. Um, Bears three and three. I think that was the best they could expect. Um, they don't. They don't impress. And then, unfortunately, they're going to win just enough games to stop them getting a high enough pick because there are enough really poor teams in the NFL um, this year that the, the, the Chicago are going to be in the early teens, maybe. Uh, and again, just not going to be able to get the 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 high pick that they're going to really need to 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 kick on. Fields is good, but. He's an Ohio uh, University uh, um, quarterback, isn't he? Ohio State quarterback. And they haven't translated well to the NFL for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I like Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. I, I think it's the coaching stuff here that's the problem. We need to play, play Dalton. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're <okay. laughs> red, red rifle. <laughs> what, what I, think you got, I think you got a little bit of love for, for Dalton there. Didn't you? <laughs> there, was a, there was a bit of sarcasm there. Just <laughs> what did you make, Paul, of the the Aaron Rodgers celebration at the uh, when he ran that touchdown? In I don't really have a problem with that, and and that's going for a Vikings fan. I don't, I don't have a problem with it either. Did you see the? Um, the media interview after where he's like, I, I just, just black out and you just, I don't know what I said and stuff like that. And then they got, I think they got Devontae Adams out after, or was it Aaron Jones? Um, it was one of them and he just went, that's Aaron Rodgers. I love that guy. Yeah. He, he, you know what I mean? He basically counted, like, like counted him and said, he basically, he did want to say that. And yeah. I, I, no, I love him for it. I think no it problem at all. I mean, they, they were giving it to him. He gave yeah. it back. In an, in yeah, a it's, nice it's, a, it's a rivalry. It's a rivalry, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a rivalry, and it's it's Aaron Rodgers has been Green Bay all his career, and he's just he's gone there, and he's gone. Do you know what? I own you. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. yeah, and he does. You don't want to take that out of the game. Um, I I mean I touched on the Vikings there. We'll we'll cover that one. We're also three and three, and frankly, I'm exhausted. Uh, six games in, I am exhausted. We, and Peter, you could testify to this. We had we not fumbled the football, and it was a it was a dubious fumble. Uh, we may not have lost that game, but it's fumbles, it's missed field goals, it's endless penalties. I mean, we're, we're our own worst enemy, really. Are um, I think we deserve to win the game, all told. You know, the Panthers didn't play well. Their receivers couldn't catch anything. Darnold didn't switch on until the death of the game. But Fourth, fourth and two on his own. But that is exactly it. Fourth and, you know, he's on his own. 90-odd yards, that drive. And if we don't cut that sort of thing out, where we, we allowed them right back down the field, we, we won't develop because... You're not going to get away with that every week, and yeah, it was a win, and the players were hyped, and it was a it was an exciting end. But 
that's the point when you say this isn't good enough. It's not convincing anybody. Um, it's it's papering over the cracks and it's it's killing me, frankly. I mean, when you talked about the fumble there, you're referencing the first game of the season against mm. the Bengals when uh, you lost possession on a um, reviewed fumble. Mm. And it was harsh on you. And that was the difference. Yeah, I accept that. It, it was harsh on you. Yeah. I, I, I made a note after this, seeing the highlights of this Viking and Panthers game. What are these teams? Because six games in, I can't work out what these teams are. I, I, I don't know what to think of them. Are they going to go on a run or are they just going to be mediocre? I mean, obviously, the Panthers started off well. Vikings have it in them to do to, to do something, but then seem to just slip up. Uh, it, it seemed pretty symptomatic of NFC teams, Bucks and Cardinals aside, that there's just so many middling teams that are just, I'm just, meh. I, I, there's a lot more to the Vikings. They should be a lot better. But again, let's go back to the quarterback there. We can we can talk all we like about the statistical successors of of cousins and and he's going to have all these 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 records probably just through longevity more than anything else but does he elevate a team can he put a team on his shoulders and carry them like dare i say it aaron Rodgers in the same division right like dare i say it kyla murray because i think you know, he, he he will we're getting a, a bit of a celebration on the screen right now saying that. um <laughs> I don't see it. And whilst ever you run with cousins, what future are you going to have? Yeah, yeah, I know. And that, yeah, he is. He, that is where he is. And you, you talked earlier about how the most important player is that quarterback, and that is very indicative of, of what your team is probably going to be. Um, I mean, he's had a fantastic season, and the the, the defeats that we've had were, were so avoidable, but. Um, I, I am concerned because for as, as good as he has been, I mean, the bye is very welcome, don't get me wrong. But when we come back, we've got uh, the the four games where we come back are Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers and Packers. Well, you, you're, you're, you can go two and two with, with that comfortably. Yeah. Um, OK, and, uh, Raiders, you, you don't <coughs> know yet on Raiders, and Raiders surprised us this this week. I thought they would struggle. Raiders surprised. Oh, sorry, um, Ravens. It is Ravens. Sorry, sorry. Say the teams again. You got Ravens. Ravens, Cowboys, Chargers, and Packers. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. You, you could. You could. That's a polite way of saying uh, you're going to go you know, four in that. We yeah. we could go all four, and I think even though no, a betting man is not going to back us to beat those teams, it might be that we go on four, and the coach loses his job, and that kind of resets things a little bit because he's he is limping along at the minute. To be fair, there's not that much patience with him. that organization. Does not dump them halfway no. through. No. But, but I would not bet against the Vikings making the playoffs in the NFC. Hmm. Right? I mean, you've got Packers, you've got the Cardinals, and you've got the Bucks and the Cowboys. Okay, so there's there's your four. Who else? The Rams. Yeah. The, say again. The Rams. Yeah. Okay. We will. Seven we will. Team, seven teams get in. And, and, right. and that's what we do. 
and we fall yeah. short. Well, I'm a Bengals fan. Just give me a playoff <laughs> appearance now, and I'll, I'll, I'll take it. That's who we are. Um, another game, of course, that went <laughs> all time was uh, Cowboys beating the Patriots. A game uh, probably ended up being a lot more competitive than most people were expecting. But I mean, amazing to watch that play out. A quick recap of kind of where that ended. Pats were in a nice spot. They're leading by uh, leading by a point. Two minutes to play. Uh, they got the ball, interception, um, Diggs runs in, Dallas then failed to make the two points, uh, New England get the ball back, deep ball to, uh, I think it was Kendrick Bourne, the coverage is totally busted by the Cowboys, they make the two-point attempt, the lead goes back to New England, but I mean, we've seen it already this season. We saw it with Rodgers with less time. Two minutes is when you are winning with a small margin. Two minutes on the clock is hell when you don't yeah. have the ball. And it, when you're playing against somebody like Dak, it's just far too long. And that was the case, I guess. We we say the same. Um, we are saying the same about Burrow. Um, just give us, give him the ball last with the opportunity to win the game. We thought we were going to beat the Packers. We almost did. Um, and it felt like whether it's going to be Aaron Rodgers or Burrow, who's going to have the ball last and they'll win the game. Um, my takeaway from this particular game was Bill Belichick and his play calling. Uh, I, he is so negative at the moment. He, he's almost playing the game as if they are the favourites to win because they have been for decades and they can lead from the front and uh, was it 90 seconds to go at the end of the first half and he decided not to go mm. for it and take a yeah. knee yeah he took a knee what's that about what's that about i mean does that mean you don't have faith in your own quarterback possibly it is mac jones but uh, i don't know um the patriots are desperately trying to cling on to a legacy um and they are slipping slipping away and there are teams in the AFC who are very very quickly overtaking them and i think that was just a classic example of that game that of how quickly the patriots are going backwards mm-hmm. i think they were they were quite lucky to be where they were in that game i thought mm-hmm. like you said i thought i thought the cowboys were going to walk all over them but was, uh, they did they did well to get where they were that defense holding them up again. Uh, let's also give some credit today to Diggs for his interception. Um, he's had quite a spectacular start, hasn't he? Yeah. His career. But he's he's seven, seven or seven or eight interceptions. Seven, I think. But he's feast or famine. He's getting burnt in coverage all the time. So he's either <laughs> intercepting or he's getting burnt in coverage. It's quite incredible. And we know that the interceptions aren't going to continue forever. That yeah. just won't happen. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's quite something. It's a good record, but he's also being a, a bit of a problem in uh, in coverage. Yeah, um, we'll we'll move on to a couple of um, your favourite teams, Peter. Uh, and first, that that will allow us to to um, bring Paul in on those Cardinals. Thirty-seven uh, fourteen win over the Browns. They had a lot of joy in the passing game in this 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 week, uh, and that that will happen, I suppose, when 
if someone decides they're just going to leave DeAndre Hopkins on his own in the end zone, <laughs> that will backfire on you. But I mean, was that must have been a far easier win than you you were expecting? Definitely. Did I expect to see us go that far ahead that quick? Nope. Did I think we were going to be? I thought it was going to be a shootout game. I thought it was going to be one of them. It was. They had the ball touchdown. We had the ball touchdown. They had the ball like like they did with the Chargers. You know, was it the Chargers they had that shootout yeah. with? And I yeah. thought it was going to be that. You know, and it just wasn't. They just well, they couldn't get going. And and speaking of QBs that won't put their the team on their back is Baker Mayfield. He, he will not pick that team. He will not pick that team up and 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 drag them to where they need to be. You know, it's but. But now, what what a game! And that that touchdown DeAndre Hopkins scored. Yeah. In the back, you know, to leave somebody like DeAndre Hopkins stood at the back of the end zone, just going, "Kyler, Kyler," over here, he's just going, "Oh, there you are. Thanks very much. Easy six points." You know, it's, it's madness. Absolute madness. Yeah. But I, I have to say, it was. Most impressive and surprising result of the weekend for me. Um, I I agree. I I wouldn't back that game uh, as most as much as I dislike the team from up north. Um, I thought that they would push the Cardinals close. Um, they have um, attacking talent, hampered somewhat by their quarterback. But they have attacking talent, and I thought, uh, just as you um, said, Paul, it was going to be a shootout. So, um, uh, yes, a uh, nice rice smile crossed my, my face when, when, when I saw that. Look, Baker Mayfield doesn't carry his team. Baker Mayfield is part of the team. He is exactly what um, Dalton was to the Bengals for all those years. When surrounded by talent, they can be a really good team. And he can manage it. But when you need um, a quarterback to pull the team along, he's not that guy. Uh, Baker, hand off. Look, look, you know, he's got Nick Chubb out. And then Kareem Hunt went off injured. Odell Beckham was, was carrying a knock. And, you know, you were just like, right, this is where we rely on you now yeah. to dig deep. And get us something. And yeah, okay, I know he's carrying an injury, isn't he? I, I believe his shoulder popped out twice or something mm. during that game, and he still carried on playing. You know, you, I admire it yeah. for that, but but you know, it's the team needed something from you, and at that point, he just, I don't feel he's the guy to go right. You know, like like Kyler Murray. You know, you, you kind of think if the team are desperate for something, just a first down, just that one first down, just to give them that bit of momentum to get going I think he's the type of guy that's going to go right I'll run through the middle of all of these to go and get that first down if I need to mm. you know uh, Baker Mayfield can throw the ball I mean we know he, he, he his first thought is let's hand it off to running back and they've got some really good running backs um, but as you said they've got Hunt out now and Chubb is missing from the game on, on Thursday night so goodness knows who he's going to hand the ball off to but Dionis Johnson yeah, his, his stats show what he is. So he went 19 of 28 for 234 yards. Okay, yeah, that, all right. Okay, it wasn't enough to win the game, but yeah, a lot of quarterbacks would have said, I'm comfortable with that. 19 of 28 for 234 yards. 
two touchdowns. Okay, this is where his problem is. One interception, two fumbles lost. He's just so prone to giving the ball away. And if, therefore, you, if two, at least two of your possessions... I mean, how many possessions do you, do you get a game? Eight? Seven or eight? If you are giving the ball away on two of those, you're going to be struggling when you come up against a team that have firepower. Mm. And it's going to be a shootout, such as the Cardinals. So. Uh, mate, that, fir- that first drive that the Cardinals had when they were down at the red zone and uh, the centre snapped the ball and Kyle is looking to his left. He snapped the ball <laughs> and hit his arm. And I just, I, mate, at that moment, I just looked at the TV <laughs> and I just went, oh, this is going to be a long night. And it just, it, I don't know, I don't know if they needed that to wake him up. But it just, he just went, okay. We're going to go back a little bit. We lost a bit of yardage. Oh, I'm just going to throw a touchdown here. No worries. Thank you very much. Mm. We'll, we'll still walk away with six points. Yeah, very, very impressive stuff. Um, it was. And the other team that you like so much, Peter, Ravens. Um, I mean, I, I took them to Ooh. win that. I, I took them to win that game last uh, this this week. Gone. Um, uh, it. We, I think a lot of people expected a back and forth shoot, like you were just saying, Paul. But I, I, I took, I took the over in that game. Yeah, it's yeah. as one sided as it as it gets. Um, mm. I mean, twenty seven first downs, uh, fourteen for the Chargers. Ravens had the ball for forty minutes, and you know the three <laughs> the three Stooges in the running back room all getting themselves a touchdown as well, rolling back the years. But I, <laughs> just just such a dominant performance. I'm sure you enjoyed it. I mean, it, it was. It, the, the extent of it surprised me. And mm-hmm. cre- credit to Baltimore. Oh, I'll wash my mouth out in a minute. But credit to Baltimore for, oh. for doing so because they. Uh, everyone was bigging up the Chargers mm-hmm. and perhaps <laughs> a little bit too much too quickly. I mean, let's all calm down on Herbert. Herbert's a good quarterback and potentially a very good quarterback, but it's still really, really early in his career. Uh, again, Lamar Jackson was the difference. Okay? I mean, uh, Lamar went 19 of 27 for 167 yards. He, he ran the ball well. Uh, <laughs> one touchdown and two interceptions. Stick to running, lad. Stick to running. It's working. <laughs> and that's not to say he can't throw the ball. In the previous game, he did throw the ball. But stick to running because it's working for you. And um, um, you say it's a throwback, but um, not not many teams have had a running back playing at quarterback. <laughs> Four good running backs. Four good running backs. Then. Four good running backs. Um, last week on the podcast, myself, James, and the guest we had on, Rob, took the Broncos to beat the Raiders. I think. Pretty lazily, we were leaning into the Raiders' off-field problems with the idiot of a coach. Um, I mean, they were 31-10 up after three quarters, and it was a bit of a garbage-time spell for Denver in the fourth that added some points, but they were both on a bit of a slide. Um, And for for Denver especially, because I've put quite a lot of faith in them this season, which I'm I'm now questioning, but... That, the the defence was, we were told this defence was going to be elite and it was going to be one of the best in the league. And statistically, yes, but then you discount the fact that they've played the Giants, the Jags and the Jets. Lots of tests to yeah. come. 
it's going to have to be elite because the offense is very, very sporadic. Uh, if they're going to win anything, it's going to be a struggle. This was a contest between two early season frauds. Um, Denver Broncos went three and zero against no one, mm-hmm. and they, everyone was bigging them up. The Raiders surprised more people. They went three and zero, but they went three and zero against better teams. But again, people didn't have a lot of faith in them. So I was fascinated to see how this one would go, and I I, I swerved away from putting any bets on this one because. I just did not know how the Raiders would react to all the off-field shenanigans that had gone on. And credit where credit's due, they reacted superbly. They stood up and performed um, and put the Broncos in their place. Mm -hmm. Um, The Broncos are not a good team, in my opinion. I agree with you, the defence is supposed to be good, but... What you just said about the expectations of this defence, you could repeat for a number of teams. The Washington football team, for example, and the defence has been just terrible. Um, and I, I don't think Broncos are going to are going to be doing anything. And I think this was a, um, a, a fine illustration of that. Mm-hmm. The words were out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 last couple of games to finish up with Paul, one of your divisional rivals Seattle Seahawks beaten by the Steelers um, and for good measure another one that went to overtime uh, with all due respect it's hard to be inspired by either of these teams uh, and I say that knowing that the, the uh, Steelers are 3-3 three and three, the same as the Vikings are but at least we're, you know, we're a farce to go with our three and three record, we're entertaining. People laugh at us with the situations we get ourselves in. The Steelers are just they're just grinding, grinding those wins. But I mean, the Seahawks are are just drab, aren't they? Statistically worse defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've I've been saying it. I've been saying. Well, I've got to say, it. I'm a Cardinals fan, and the Seahawks are just trash anyway. But I've, I've been saying they've been sort of struggling to hold on all of last year as well. I, I didn't think they were that great last year. I thought they were an injury to Russell Wilson away from being mm-hmm. revealed as what they actually are. And, and now they're going to have that. I think they were, they were lucky they were playing a team like the Steelers that are, you know, offensively, that team is, is amazing. You look at the players they got and they go, he should be dominating. And then you look at, like you said, the QB is everything. It starts it finishes it. And you go, Big Ben's running it. <laughs> ah, OK. That's why you're not great then, you know? Um, uh, I, I want to interject there. When you say Big Ben is running it, Big Ben doesn't run it. <laughs> Big Ben stands like a tree. Um, but I, I don't think that offence is that good. But it's for defence. And um, as I said uh, before we started recording, if the Steelers are going to maintain the proud record they've got of Tomlin never having a losing season, they will only do it by way of the defence because the offence isn't it. And again... That's that's what done it for uh, them last year, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what done it for them last year, the defence. I mean, as a Bengals fan, we love the fact we won over there and we're going to enjoy watching them um, the Bengals UK 
group are getting together to watch another game. It's going to be the Steelers game uh, n- next month. We're hoping that A, they finish bottom of the AFC North, but B, they win just enough games that they don't hi- have a high draft pick and they're going to be in quarterback misery because <laughs> th- they need a new quarterback. This is not a good year to get one out of the, out of the draft. Um, so they're really going to they're going to struggle, and we're not going to shed a single tear about it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not feel that the Steelers and the Seahawks are both exactly the same team? They're both just meh. Both of them are just like oh. They're both living off past glories. I mean, yeah, when. The Seahawks went and traded and paid over the odds for Jamal Adams. It was almost like, oh, we need a Legion of Boom type physical defense. We're going to go and get Jamal Adams, etc. Um, uh, um, sorry, who was the former number one overall pick they had on? Um, oh, God, he's, um, he's at the Browns now. Um, it was at the Texans before. Clowny, Clowny. To yeah. have a, they kept up these Clearly. names, expecting to have a throwback to their Legion of Boom. And, and they've been clinging on to past glories instead of reinventing themselves and starting afresh. And I think the Steelers are doing the same. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And, of course, we <clears throat> finished up with the Bills beating, being beaten, rather, by the Titans, which... Not a lot of betting. No, 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 no. They, weren't, they weren't beaten by the Titans. They were beaten by Derrick Henry. Well, this Correct. is it, isn't it? I mean, you know, betting people were not backing the Titans to win that one. And, you know, the Bills have looked so good in a lot of areas. But it's... They, I mean, look at the man. He's a, he's a freak. He's 10, 10 touchdowns already this season. They've got six receiving touchdowns in the entire team. Nobody, No, no player has more than one. Um. And, and I was, yeah, they've got Julio Jones, by the way. Yeah, they've got and, and, and AJ Brown was and AJ Brown <laughs> was AJ meant Brown's to be. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 you go to any um, almost any team and say, "We'll give you these two as your WR one and two. <laughs> They'll snatch your hand off. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's mad. And I was saying to to Peter before we started recording, Paul, that the from a, from a fantasy point of view. Um, it was funny because I, I ended up just Henry just fell to me time after time after time based on where I where I was um, where I was picking and I was hearing so much talk about ah no stay away from him he's he's going off a cliff you know it, it, people were just making this leap that no nah, this season he's just gonna he's not built he's not built to do that for, it seems he's just some kind of machine that is just gonna <laughs> just run through people for as long as he sees fit. Did, did you see? Did you see that touchdown where he's got the the fastest run for a touchdown? Mm. He 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 broke everyone, and then just run away. And it wasn't as you know he's a big guy, and you're like he, this this guy's got to have some flaw somewhere. <laughs> he's running, nobody can catch him, and you're just like, is he human? Are, are you actually human, or are you actually a machine? And, but it, but, um, but the thing I love about like, the Titans. Thing I love about the Titans is actually they do what so many teams should do. They go, "Who's our best player?" Derrick Henry. <laughs> Let's give the ball to him a lot because he's going to do things, you know. And they, they and like we say, like Kyler Murray will put the team on his back, and and, and Joe Burrow will put the team on his back, or and everything like this. Derrick Henry will put that Titans on his back, and he will run and run and run and run, and 
and he is an incredible, incredible player. But it's not rocket just... science, that is it? It's yep. not rocket no. science. Who's your best? Who's the best player? Who touches the ball? Fine, let's give it to him. Yeah. Uh, they, they ran the ball. I think they, they they had 146 rushing yards, and he had 143. Um, you know, they're, they're not they're not mixing it up. They're just it, this works. Um, Speaking of, we, we've been talking about quarterbacks and um, put, um, and running an offense and what have you. And I said that it's not a good season to get a quarterback out of the draft. And I'm not sure whether he uh, he he's coming out, but. Did you see in college football? I know this is not about college football, but I thought I'd mention it. The Miami of 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 the of Ohio, so the Miami of Ohio quarterback, ninety nine yard touchdown run from the back of his own end zone. Yes, yeah. not touched, just not touched at all. The whole, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's it's Lamar Jackson and um, uh, Kyler Murray just merged into one there. Oh, what, I mean, a, what a player that would be, eh? <laughs> Just before we finish that one up, any anything on the Bills? I mean, are they? Where do they fit in the the, the legit, or are they? No, you're not quite sure on them this season. I I vote legit. Mm. Absolutely I love to uh, watch the Bills, and I think I think Derrick Henry because I think they went into this game, and and I've seen on Twitter somebody said, "Do not start Derrick Henry. The Bills are the number one." defense against the run game this season or something and and, and Derek Henry breaks all statistics forget yeah. any statistics you've got on anything just ignore them when you've got Derek <laughs> when you're going up against Derek Henry because he will just change everything you know the Bills mm-hmm. I think I think this is the perfect week for them to have a bye week they've just mm-hmm. taken a loss that'll be a hard one to get you know they 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 could have taken the field goal at the end there and and took it into overtime but went for it you know they they and it's, to me, it was just one of them where it was like, I think they, they can go away, they can regroup and come back, and they've just got a team that I love to watch. I love to watch that team play. Uh, the Bills got close last year, but ultimately the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were the best team in the AFC. Well, the Kansas, the Kansas uh, um, team are not the same this year, and they're struggling. And I think the Bills will be looking at this and thinking, we we could be the number one AFC team, yeah. and then the, the Bengals will beat them. The Bengals Cardinals won the one spots. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take that. We'll we'll we'll, we'll reconvene this uh, this this chat just for the Super Bowl, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. If, if it's the Cardinals Bengals at the Super Bowl, we'll my we'll my, tongue, I, I, my tongue we'll is just... placed well and truly in my cheek when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, gentlemen, uh, we've we've covered everything there. So, um, if has anybody got anything they want to add before we wrap it up for this episode? No, it, I think it's been a very good. Cardinals are amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I did comment on uh, to you before. How many teams? You know, how many yes. games now are going to overtime? Mm. We know that the NF, the NFL is based around uh, equality and parity, and that's the expectation. The draft and the, um, sh- the scheduling of games and uh, and what have you try and bring about parity. We know that, and it's showing up now. There's a number of games that are going to overtime. Mm. Yeah, it's um. 
I, I, when you mentioned that to me earlier in the week, I, I went and looked up um, what the record is at the minute. And I, I, I mean, this article was from 2018, so I, I don't know if there's a more up-to-date figure, but uh, it said that the most games to go to overtime in a season was 25. And that was in 2002. How many are we on at the moment? Uh, I don't know. I shall have to find out. Every one of the Vikings games, it feels like. <laughs> well, so six for the Vikings. <laughs> the Bengals have had two, but one of those was against the Vikings. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting. And, and kickers, I know they were talking about this on uh, the BBC coverage, but kickers are just all, they're just in the limelight all the time now. Yeah. Torturous yeah. life to be an NFL kicker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, um, we will um, we'll wrap that episode up, fellas. Thank you very much for your time. And Paul, uh, well, both of you, but Paul, as our guest, is ever so kindly agreed to jump on our predictions pod coming up very shortly. So we shall break it off there, fellas, and we'll reconvene very soon. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very you. much. We'll speak soon. Bye.